Today's episode of LIW The Walking Dead is brought to you by the B Story Council. Reminding you, it's not as good as the A Story. That's why it's the B Story. LIW The Walking Dead and Fear The Walking Dead Review. Citizens, welcome to LAW The Walking Dead Review, episode 64. You know what that means, guys? I don't know if you know or care what that means. That means it's the tide. This, this episode is officially tying the most podcasts for a show I've done. Because I've done 64 episodes of LAW Movie Review. And that's the first show on LAW. So that's crazy. This show has only been on for, I just looked it up, a year and a month and like six days. Which is like, I feel like a creepy girlfriend keeping track of how long the relationship's been going along. They're super successful relationship that's going to last forever, at least until junior year. Anyway, so this is tied now. So the next episode next week will be the tiebreaker. And this will be the, the most episodes I've, I don't know how to say it correctly in the, in the most short, in the shortest way possible, you know. It's going to be the most episodian um, show I have, the most episoded show. Anyway, um, today's episode is 702 The Well. Uh, it's called The Well because they mention a well several times in, in both writing via stickers and in, in a, what looks to be a shitty, uh, like when you go to a, a church, but it's like super unofficial. It's not Catholic at all. I don't, I'm not saying the entire thing's unofficial when it's not Catholic. I don't give a shit about Catholicism. I'm just saying, is you feel like, oh, weird, and they stick those stickers to the wall, and I say, they say words, but you're like, those are just stickers. This, is, this looks like shit. Have somebody paint that shit on. Anyway, so they, this one starts off with a flashback. Thank fucking Christ, because I don't remember what happens to Morgan, because I, I feel like they listen to this show, whoever makes The Walking Dead or writes The Walking Dead, and they might be. I don't know. I don't care. If they do, that's great. I'm not trying to write the show for them. I like a paycheck, but whatever. Point is, I'm kidding, you can't do that. They, I told them to take the money. They, uh, they must be listening or something because Morgan was a piece of shit last season. I didn't like, I didn't enjoy watching him. I kept calling him my least favorite character and then Carol, my favorite character. I still feel that way because, and then they put them together and I'm like, I'm either going to hate Carol more, which sucks for me. Or I'm going to like Morgan more, which doesn't suck. I'm not going to argue or be defensive about liking somebody more. I guess that's fine. And they kind of found a good way to do neither, really. Well, I guess, no, technically I'm wrong. I guess I do care more about Morgan because he's not a piece of shit anymore. He's like, he's realizing the error of his ways and how stupid he... I think he's basically saying, hey, watchers of The Walking Dead, it's us, the writers. We're sorry we made you watch that. Him go back and forth and not want to kill. We know that was awfully boring. Anyway, here's the new Morgan. And it's it doesn't feel like that much of a cop out but it does kind of feel a little bit that way and i'm totally fine with that i'll totally take that change because it was fucking boring watching him before i actually hope for his death if you remember last episode i I proclaimed him to be one of the ones that gets killed completely forgetting he wasn't with them so once i found out he wasn't i was like yeah god damn he's still alive and i knew episode two is going to be about these these two fucking folks just wandering around the, the kingdom uh great so Anyway, last last season, Morgan follows Carol for some fucking reason. I, for, I cannot remember what happened with them last season. Something about the wolf, and then it gets freed, he kills a person, and blah, blah, blah. I don't remember. Who fucking cares? It's, it's, it's clearly the B story. That's why I said that little stinger at the beginning of this episode. It's the B story. It, it really is. This is the one they shot 
probably simultaneously with uh, episode 701 because they could. They have a separate crew, separate separate place that they're filming, separate actors. Doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't overlap at all. Might as well shoot them at the exact same time and, you know, you know, cut down the production schedule. Really, it saves you a ton of money. Anyway, they, the, um, you know, they find people from the kingdom eventually because, and they think Morgan saved her. Um, this one starts off with Carol being wheeled around like in one of those bring out your dead Monty Python and the Holy Grail um, little wagons. And then they're dragging her and they're chit-chatting and you see, you keep seeing um, Morgan carving shit into stuff. I don't know what the hell his problem is. He's in the graffiti now. That's that's just racist show. Come on, come on, show you're better than that. The, uh, the 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 wagon falls over. The zombies attack. She she falls and she runs away. And some fucking reason she just has an urge to flee nonstop. Anyway, she's like a fucking Tom Petty song. These uh, guys on horses ride up, and then they save her, and then every time they stab somebody, she sees them turn into a real person, you know, the, the human they were before they turned into a zombie. It's kind of cool, kind of weird. I don't know. It felt like Zack Snyder directed this fucking episode or this scene. It was very strange. It was. It looked like the violence in 300, how it was like the stop, and then speed up, and then stop and speed up. It was very strange. Didn't really fit the show, but that's kind of the point. Because she was losing her mind, and I'm fine with that. It didn't bother me. I'm, I'm, I realize it sounds like I'm complaining about it, but I'm totally not. I would fucking tell you if I was, okay? So, Morgan car- carves a C into a mailbox, and they're just sitting there in the post. Then he puts up the flag, because there's obviously mail in the, in the apocalypse. He, you know, he, he assumes the uh, the mail guy's going to come by and grab it. I don't know how the fuck he did it, to be honest. It's just foreshadowing what's going to happen later. So, Carol wakes up later, It's and she's like, how long have I been out? <clears throat> and he's like, Morgan's like, two days. I'm like, of course, of course it's fucking two days. It's never like... How long have I been out? Uh, 48 minutes. You've been out for 48 minutes. You really need to go back to sleep. It's never that. It's never like eight months. Where the f- Oh, my God. I was so worried. Unless that's the point of the fucking episode. It's never that. The point. It's always two days. It's always three days. One of those two. That's it. It's all it's ever. I, it's 95% of the time, it's two days. Because that's a, a length of time that you could sleep if you were injured and not have everybody freaked out that you're in a fucking coma. That's about two days. About th- day three, day four, you're kind of like, oh, she's still out? Are you serious? Did she say anything? No, she said nothing. She didn't wake up and be like, what's going on? She didn't say, just been sleeping. Really? Oh, we need to think about long-term, thing, long-term care. And by that, I mean a blade to the skull because we cannot afford this shit. She's not producing anything. You know, a week a week in, you're killing her, right? You have to. You have to kill her at that point because she's not coming out. She's not coming out of that. I don't even care if it's a uh, season whatever fuck two, whenever uh, Carl got shot by Otis. Yeah, maybe pull the plug. I don't know. So um, they tour the kingdom. He's pushing Morgan's pushing Carol around in a little uh, wheelchair. Um, it reveals that it's like the kingdom's fucking awesome. I gotta say, it looks like a. The Hollywood farmer market and like Ivar, it looks it looks awesome. It looks it, it looks like a lot of fun, but I think after a day, I'd be like, "Give me the fuck out of here! Give me the fuck out of here!" They uh, there's like school kids have backpacks. They're, the school is in the gazebo, which is fairly large. Um, there's lots of plants, like a bunch of lines of them. Um, like I said, it looks like a farmer's market. And then they Morgan just said while they're walking, he's talking and he's like, they're in a real uh, West Wing scene. Not really. They're uh. <laughs> He's describing like, hey, all they know is that I found you and I saved you. And then that's it. So that's all they need to know. 
He's basically saying, hey, I didn't tell them all about you. They don't tell them you're a fucking lunatic. So, you know, it's up to you what happens from here. I like that. Morgan, I like this side of Morgan where he doesn't want to get too involved with everybody. He just kind of stays out of the politics for the most part. This is what I like about Morgan. These are his attributes. It's not the, you should, do, like, when he, did, he got, like, super indignant in the last season and, like, you need the, and, like, no, calm the fuck down, dude. Just let it flow. Just let it go. I don't, just stop trying to, trying to control everything. I can't speak. He um, tells her about King Ezekiel, and she's like, what? And then he, he's taking her into, like, this weird school auditorium, like, this uh, the theater, and he's wheeling her down, and then he's like, oh, yeah. And you, hear, and you look up and you see Ezekiel sitting in a chair with a fucking tiger. He's like, he is a tiger. Dun, 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 dun. And then the music starts. Um, Ezekiel talks like an old British king. He's just like, welcome to the realm. Yes. Like, like why? you're black. You were never a British king. I can guarantee you that. That, that was never historically accurate. Um, Carol, I talked about American Horror Story episodes Ah, 604, 605, something like that, where Kathy Bates just blew me away in, like, a course of one scene. She was just amazing. Carol does this in this scene. She has no idea what's happening. For It's got to feel like a dream. She just woke up after two days of sleeping. She's droggy. She's, she's not really aware. She's healing, so she's got that, like, weird fever probably, you know, where you're like, is this what's happening? You don't, you feel out of body. You feel like uh, you're, you're, you feel like you're not there, and then to, to be like you're in the kingdom. Here's in the school auditorium. Here's a fucking tiger. Here's a big black dude with dreads, white dreads, speaking like an old British king. Have fun with that. Trying to process that shit, brain. Good luck. So she's just like, <laughs> he's like, well, I haven't met you either. What do you think? What do you think of the realm of the kingdom, Eris? And she's like, I would be speechless if I weren't already speaking. And she has this great line. She goes, I don't know what the hell's going on in the most wonderful way. She's just smiling the whole time. She's adorable. Um, in this scene, I was like, yes, she is my favorite character. She is. She, she reaffirmed it. I was, I was having my doubts because you, you get a little confused when they go back and forth between, between characters. But this one, I was like, yep, definitely my favorite character. Hope they don't fuck her up. I hope they don't fuck up the writing. The only way you can ruin a great character is with writing. So... Um, basically, Ezekiel's like, you can stay here as long as you want, as long as, long as you uh, help out. And he goes, you drink from the well, you replenish the well. That's, that's the rule. That's what's on the walls, blah, blah, blah. That's why the episode's called The Well instead of The Kingdom for some reason. I don't know. It's too obvious. Too much of a giveaway if they call it The Kingdom, I guess. I don't know. So, outside, he, Morgan takes her back, back outside, and she's like, Morgan, uh, Carol basically goes, hey, the second you look away, I'm fucking out of here, by the way. And he's like, no, don't do that. And she's like, no, no, I'm out of here. You can't stop me. What, are you going to chain me up like the wolf? And uh, this is where Morgan, you realize he's like kind of letting go. He's like, okay, that's fine. I accept that. And you're like, wow, he's, he's learning. He's not like just trying to control everything like an asshole. And I, I, Lenny James is an awesome actor, and I've stated this several times. That's what made me really pissed off about Morgan's character is that I love Lenny James. So I hate watching him have to do this bullshit where he doesn't want to kill and like has to be six different emotions at once where you're like, they're all bullshit too. I hated watching it. So I like that. He's, they're doing something new with it. There's a reason for it now. He's kind of just letting go, but still being responsible. I don't know. It's hard to describe, but it's, it's working. I'm just going to say it's working. So, congrats, kudos, whatever you gonna, whatever you need, whatever form of uh, snack you need. Um, the group 
the the, the uh, kingdom group. They're corralling all these pigs into this room, and then they have a zombie tied up in there, and then they all eat. The pigs start eating the zombie. Morgan's like, "The fuck for? The fuck you doing that for? Why do you have a? Why do you need a zombie in there?" And he goes, to, "So they eat. I want their bullies full of full of rot." <laughs> I was like, "Jesus." Um, yeah, they just want these pigs in this room to eat zombies. And then I was like, "What? why would you want the pigs to eat zombies? Because I know they're all infected, and if they die, they turn into zombies. That's already over with. But that doesn't stop you from dying when a pig eats nothing but rotted flesh, and you eat the thing, and it's infected in a different way because it's eating, eating rotting flesh, which is full of bacteria. That doesn't stop you from not getting super sick from eating the pig. I understand the pig can't get, become a zombie. I get that. But if you just went up and ate the fucking zombie, you would get horribly sick, wouldn't you? I would have to assume that. That's rotting flesh. It's not alive anymore. It's the same as eating just what the fuck ever off the ground. It's going to make you sick because it's not goddamn food. It's just bacteria on bacteria. And I just, I can't process. I know a pig, it's got more, you know, internal instincts and be like, I can eat this. Oh, no, I can't eat that at all. That is gross. Maybe. I don't know. It just seems like this is no winning. So, they, um, and then again, I didn't know what they're doing with the pigs at this time. So, Ben, well, they're on, after they put the pigs in the room, uh, they go outside, and then Zeke goes like, Ben, you're up, because the zombie's coming at him. He goes to stab the zombie in the head, and he stabs him in the fucking shoulder somehow. Um, Ezekiel saves him with a heavy sword. It's badass. He just kind of lets go of it, and the sword's so heavy, it just falls into the zombie's head, kills him. They get up. They start walking to the car. Morgan saves Ben from a zombie with his little bow staff, and Ezekiel's like, oh, yeah. He, gets, he starts coming. Literally coming, no. He um, he, he just notices that he's really good at that. And then they, they go back to the kingdom. They're walking around. Um, Ezekiel has the line, which you're going to see everywhere on Facebook. The pessimist, look, the pessimist looks down, hits his head. The optimist looks up and loses his footing. The realist looks forward and adjusts his path accordingly. And the glenist looks forward but still loses his fucking skull anyway. That, that was how it really ended. And he's like, what does that mean? He goes, you'll figure it out later. <laughs> Uh, let's walk. No, he asked Morgan to train Benjamin because he wants to help him. He wants to keep him alive. And I look, I couldn't focus on the conversation because I kept looking down and then realizing that Ezekiel is packing some serious fucking heat. This dude must have just a coiler. It is ridiculous. I couldn't. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I just happened to look down. I wasn't like scoping out for it. You know, I wasn't like that wasn't on my agenda. I was trying to listen to the conversation. But the conversation, he might as well have been talking with his dick because it was, it took up most of the shot. Go back and rewatch it. That's all you'll see. Oh, my God. I got some serious thoughts and questions I got to deal with after this episode's over. So I'll be back in episode 703 to think about that, to talk about it, I guess. Maybe if I'm in denial, I won't. Anyway, we'll find out in 703 if I remember. Um, There's a weird montage after this of the choir singing. They're singing a Bob Dylan song, and then... Carol's going around, she's stealing everything, and in the meantime, Morgan's training Ben in the gazebo, which is where you go to learn anything, apparently. He's teaching him how to use the bow staff. Um, this, Carol's having a conversation with this guy, and she starts crying because I have peach cobbler every night. And she's like, that's yeah, great, where I came from. And she's like, can you go get me something? And she steals some, just some random jeans and clothes that hopefully fucking fit. I don't know, she just grabs something. It's like, what are the odds? As small as she is, what are the odds those clothes are going to fit? Um, in the parking lot, there's a scene where they, they, they cut to a parking lot, and then mafia style, the kingdom is giving the saviors the eight pigs from earlier. And um, it's like this weird 
back of a truck deal that they do. It felt like a mafia movie. Um, he's like, these are good pigs. Yeah, much bigger than the last ones. Great. And I was like, yeah, I gave him food. I made sure they were fed. Huh? And then the skinny metal dude who looks like he should up a high school starts a fight with a man that's way bigger than him, and obviously he, he loses. The guy gets him in a headlock. It's um, Richard from the, the kingdom. Ezekiel stops Richard from fighting, and the skinny dude just takes that as like, oh, I can... I like this free, free, free hits, free something, whatever. And he starts punching him in the face, and he's all like, "Yeah, I'm kicking your ass." The, the look on his face, and you're like, "He's literally letting you hit him in the face, and you're still not harming him that much." He looks more annoyed than hurt. He's like, "Ah, oh, take this. Okay, you hit me again. That's great." And um, Gavin, who leads the Saviors, this group. He he stops the skinny man too. The skinny man flips him off, and then they all leave. And I was like, okay, that was, that was strange. They're setting up tension, and they they set up the reason that um, Ezekiel wants Morgan there. Is Morgan goes, so you see the way I move the bow staff, and that's why you want me here because I because I can do this. And he goes, no, no, quite the opposite. Basically, Ezekiel wants him there because he knows how to kill, but he, that's not his first go to. He's restrained, and that's his special skill. And this is what I said earlier when I was explaining about his character. This is true. This is what he should be doing. This is what everyone should be doing. That's why it's not fucking special. As far as being a reasonable human being in this world, you, you, you need to be able to kill, but it cannot be your first, first go-to. It has to be like, oh, if I have to, I will. But that's it. And then they make it sound like a fucking superhero skill. Like, um... Like he can fly or something. It's just it's unnecessary. Anyway, um, Ben, who's a fucking kid, basically is raising a kid. So it's kids raising kids, and then they they they're seen in the cafeteria where they're he, they're eating, and then he's like, "Tonight's movie night," and they didn't say what movie they're watching. I assume it's gonna be a Rita Hayworth movie because that's the last thing I've seen where they watch a movie. I have Shawshank frequently. Anyway, what the fuck am I talking about? Holy shit, Ben. Um, he basically scoots over and he has this book from Morgan. He borrowed his book, that little yellow book that that one guy wrote. And he's asking him about it. And he's like, How, you wrote in here to not kill. What's that about? And he goes, I didn't write that. And he's like, oh, well, I saw that you have no meat on your plate. It's only vegetables. So I just thought you didn't want to kill. And he's like, everyone finds their own path. He's like, I thought I had to figure it out. I didn't. This is what I was saying. They're fixing Morgan. They're making him not obnoxious and self-righteous and... They're making him accepting, and that's where this character should be. It's fun to watch him be like, you figured out for you, this is what I do, and I don't know if I'm right. And that's, that's a great place to be. I don't know why, it just is for me. It works for me. I don't know if it works for you. I don't give a shit. Get your own review show then. Oh, I'm sorry, I lash out. So this whole scene, I kept staring at Morgan because the sunlight was hitting him, hitting him weird. Across his face, like the strip, and he looked like he was CG. I'm like, was he not fucking? It just looks strange. I, I couldn't explain it. So Morgan brings Carol some food later on after he finishes his conversation, and he's like, hey, "Here's my food." And when you saw the food in the overhead shot in the last scene, you realize it was like two pieces of two little carrots and like a piece of broccoli, and that was it. And I was like, "Is he gonna bring her her fuck his fucking scraps? That's all she can eat? <laughs> like, what the fuck? I mean, she's tiny, but she's not that tiny. She's not a rabbit." Um. She's gone, and she's not there anymore. And he's like, ah, and he's kind of smiles, and he's like, yep, she did it. And then there's the next scene, which goes on for like ten minutes. 
not in a bad way, because this is what I was looking forward to the most, this conversation. Because it made me, it makes you in the comic go, oh, Ezekiel's a person. Because you're just like, what the fuck's going on with Ezekiel in this? And in the comic, he does this to, I can't remember if he does this to Michonne or, or Rich. Rich? Rick. There we go. Richard, Cal- no, he, I don't know. I can't remember who he says it to, but he basically is like, he breaks down the fourth, he breaks down the wall, you know, and he's just like, here's my, here's who I really am. He's like, don't bullshit a bullshitter. Your little cute, you know, get along with everybody thing does, you know, don't, doesn't fool me. Don't bullshit a bullshitter. And he sits down and he's like, because she was sneaking out, she's trying to sneak out like ninja style and steal some fruit and leave. And he likes this fire. And he's like, Jerry, you're excused. Will you please excuse us? And Jerry's like, if you need me, holler, deuces, and walks away. <laughs> this adorable guy. And then they have this conversation where she, he's like, I worked at a, you know, I, people found me that had a, I had a Bengal tiger, and they, they just assumed I did, I was a leader, and so I just, I'm an actor, I was an actor too, so I did the, I'm used to playing kings, and I'm like, what fucking king is black and British? I don't, whatever. So, he basically says, he it was a zookeeper, his animal was wounded after his family died, it was, he, the cat was all she, all he had, um, Shiva. So he wounded, she wounded her leg, he healed her, and then she never raised a fang or turned a fang on him or something like that after that. And he's just a guy with a fucking tiger. He's like, it's really impractical. She eats what, you know, 10 times what a person does, but whatever. Um, they basically have a conversation where he's like, you're not useless. She keeps saying she is. And he's like, I get it. You want to leave? I'm not stopping you. I'm just saying maybe I can help. And she's like, why, why do you want to help? Why do you care? And he goes, because it feels good to. And I was like, I love that fucking response because it's honest and you can't argue against that. There's no argument against that. Like, no, it doesn't. You don't care. Like, maybe I don't care. It still feels good to help. That's it. That's as far as I need to go with it. It's just the most honest response you can have. And it doesn't, it's not saying he's not being selfish about it because it, when you help someone, you really are kind of, it's, it's a, it's, you know, it's for yourself too, to make yourself feel better. Don't say it isn't because it is. Um, but he's like, you know, I get it. You want to leave. And I, how about you go and not go? And you're like, what the fuck does that mean? And then you realize they go outside the gates and they, Morgan takes Carol to this house that he carved the sea on. He lowers the flag because they don't need mail pickup anymore. Um, whatever. I don't know. I, it's, it's just symbolic at this point. Um she goes inside. Basically, she has this house now outside of the gates. She can live there like a weird fucking hermit. And she goes in. She kills the zombie lady who owns the house. I mean, it's kind of rude to kill her in her own house, but whatever. And then she buries her in the cemetery yard because it's on a cemetery. So basically, if she wants to garden, that's not going to happen because you, you, you live at a cemetery. You can't do anything with your goddamn yard. It's a fucking cemetery or a cemetery, as they call it in Australia. Anyway. Guys, or so Silverchair tells me. Anyway, um, I'm going to head out. Um, this has gone on way too long. This is just entirely too long. I know. I'm sorry. So, guys, check out liwstudios.com. Go there. All the shows are on there. I'm going to start doing a Westworld review. I think I'm going to do it right after this. Um, you're not going to listen to that like right after this. I'm going to be a separate show. Go check it out on iTunes and Stitcher and whatever the fuck else you got, what have you. Um, so, so, uh, also check out youtube.com slash loitering want to land, go subscribe. All the video shows are on there. They're much funnier than this shit. Trust me. They're actually written. This is all improv, but go check it out. They're, they're fun. They're, they're really fun. There's Americant and then the shitty movie showdown, Nick Cage cast where I review Nick Cage movies and hack from the future is coming soon. And there's a bunch of random videos on there too. But anyway, until next time. And in the meantime, I'll be dealing with some serious questions 
and doubts and concerns I have to deal with after seeing Ezekiel's package. So, and I'll also be Phoenix West. So long, citizens.